Gym sessions and sweaty summer activities are back, which means more funky smells in your clothes because sweat leaves behind bacteria that causes those hard-to-remove odors. Clorox Fabric Sanitizer products are ready to zap the stink out of fabrics in your home by getting rid of 99.9% of odor-causing bacteria. Eliminate odors in every load or sanitize fabrics between washes with one of our Fabric Sanitizer products. Search Fabric Sanitizer at Clorox.com to learn more. When it counts, trust Clorox. Use as directed. Take 15, a Take 3 Wrestling podcast. We're live. It's Saturday afternoon. We are here with an emergency podcast. As you can hear, Joe has traffic in the background. That's how big of an emergency podcast this is. Yeah, we, um, usually, we usually skip Saturdays. Like, I mean, I know. Smack, I actually watched SmackDown this week. But that's about. No, we are not. For those of you who have seen the news and for those of you that have not, uh, this will be the breaking news section of Take 3 Wrestling. Bray Wyatt has officially been given his WWE release earlier this afternoon. It was reported on both WWE's website and on the Twitter account. They uh, wish Bray the best in his future endeavors. I, to me, this is such a multi-layered, interesting story right now. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Part of me is... Is this his mental health finally breaking? Is this WWE just letting him go be a human being for a little while? Uh, right. Is, is, is he going to end up back in WWE at some point? Is this even... I think that there's a factor that needs to be talked about here where, you know, everyone's kind of spent a lot of time saying, oh, WWE is afraid of AEW. They're scared they're losing this guy. They're losing that guy. But they just released one of the biggest stars that they've built in the last, like, five years, who, if he is in a mental health place where he wants to be working, AEW, Tony Khan's got to be on the phone to him within, like, 90 days, right? I mean, you would think that there would at least be a phone call. Now, I don't know the we don't know ramifications what his, right. or anything along those lines. And, you know, speaking of AEW, I mean, I know that Bray's mental health stuff goes all the way back to the unfortunate passing of one Mr. Brody Lee. So it's the the question here, I guess, lies if this is Bray taking a sabbatical from the the professional wrestling industry on a whole. Right. Where where do we see things going? But then we have to think about Bray Wyatt, the human being. Right. Of course. Is this Bray, I'm going to go spend time with my kids and JoJo and, and do all that stuff? and Right, because, I mean, the thing that we don't know is, obviously, is this something that he asked for? You know, that, that's certainly a thing that happens. It's, it's not for pro wrestlers to go to WWE and say, hey, listen, I want out. I'm burnt out. I'm ready to move on. And there was a time where they would never grant those kind of requests. But nowadays, I don't know if it's because they're in that like budget cutting stage or what, whatever it is. But they have been, re- you know, granting those requests a lot more often. So it could be something like that. But it could also just easily be. I mean, look, at the end of the day, and this goes for any job, not just WWE. I mean, any any job for the most part. If you're a performer and you can't perform for whatever reason. Like, you get a lot of leeway, at least in the WWE terms, they give you a lot of time. And I've worked at jobs where, like, if you were out on disability for whatever reason, whether it was mental health related or physical health related, you know, you had X amount of time before you were due back. And if you weren't back by then, 
you weren't you didn't have a job anymore. So I mean, unfortunately, the truth is that could be this situation. I mean, he came in for WrestleMania, he did the one match for WrestleMania, and then was gone again. And now it's been what now, like four months since then? Am I math right? Well, we haven't seen him since WrestleMania, which was in April. We're April. almost at the first of August. We're, so yeah, major. Like four months. Yeah. I mean, it might honestly be like you know, honestly, maybe they had considered releasing him sooner, and the WrestleMania shot was like the goodwill. Like, hey, at least give us this one, and then we can reassess in four months or six months or whatever. And maybe that's what happened. And they went to him, and they were like, hey, like it's time. Like, are you are you able to come back? And the answer might just have been no. And that's that's sad. It's unfortunate, but you know you have to hope that whatever the situation is, that he's okay. You have yeah, to I hope think, that. I think that's I think that's the first thing we have to, to really think about is making sure that you know Bray the individual is in a in a good place, and the rest of this right. stuff will will figure itself out. You know, right? Exactly, and it sucks. You know, it really sucks because if he's not in a good place and he just lost his job on top of that, that's sad. You know, like that, that compound stuff. Like you have to hope that he's, he, you have to hope that he was already not just in the worst place, but that this doesn't make it even worse from there. You know? Correct. It's, it's, it's a crazy situation. I really feel like this, I really, and, and I may be wrong here and that's okay. Is I feel like this has to be a, Bray went to them and said, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not coming back for a while. I mean, maybe. I think, look, at the very least, a conversation happened in some capacity. There's no that, way. There's no way that this was just them deciding. You know what? Like, who are we cutting today? Oh, we already got rid of Billy Kay. Okay, it's Bray Wyatt's turn. Like next, next alphabetically. Okay, he's gone now. That's not what happened here. There definitely was some sort of conversation with people. Whether it was WWE reaching out to him and saying, "Hey, guy, like, are you ready to come back? Because we need you. And if you're not, then." You know, we might have to move on from you. Or was it him going to them and being like, hey, listen, I I know that I'm not going to be ready anytime soon. So, like, maybe it's just best that we go our separate ways. Because, I mean, like I said, like, the crazy part about it to me, too, is if he is where in a couple of months, I mean, you got to assume he has a 90-day clause in his contract because unless they Alistair Black the situation, which I doubt. And, and within three months, if he is okay, if he is in a better place, you just gave potentially one of the biggest stars of this generation. Like, I think we can all agree that even though his booking has been shit a lot of the time, they still built him up into a house, like not a household name. I mean, I don't think that everybody knows who he is, but at least among wrestling fans, he's certainly a main event level talent. That you almost have to assume if he showed up in AEW would actually get used in that way. Yeah, I mean, I would. You'd have to say that he's definitely been a name that's been a mainstay in WWE for the last five-ish years. The the, yeah. the question here is is if he asked for his release, which yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna want to hunch and say that it may have been Bray that probably asked for this because yeah, if not, WWE has been content to pay him for the last three and a half months to be away. Yeah, but like I said, like, they really... At a certain point, and this is for any employer, like I said, at a certain point, they're not just going to continue paying you if they have no insight, 
notion of you coming back to work. You know, at a certain point, it is like, hey, we've been paying you for the last three and a half, four months. And like, if you're not coming back, like, we're just not going to continue paying you, especially now that they're back on the road again, where Bray Wyatt was. I mean, he was an act that was popular in, in, among fans. He was an act that was fun to see live. I think that they really wanted to have him out there for the live crowds and stuff. So, I mean, I could see it. I, like, I really could see it being either or. I really could see him having gone to them. I could see them having gone to him. Whatever, wh- whoever initiated the conversation, at the end of the day, the conversation ended with them deciding that it was for everyone's best interest for whatever reason, that they no longer do business with each other. Well, I look at it from this standpoint. Even if WWE made the decision to cut him, yeah, and I and I know WWE is going to get a lot of grief for this release. Because, oh yeah, you know, every, of course. Everybody loves to give them shit. Um, they decided to put his contract and his mental well-being uh-huh. ahead of keeping active competitors on the payroll. They didn't right. cut him in a big roster cut with Aleister Black and the Iconics and all that. Right. They right. continued to pay him while releasing talent that was there on a night-in, night-in basis. So, yeah, no, they, they had hoped, obviously, that he was going to come back. They they were invested in him. Well, that, that, and, that and obviously we don't know what they may have been offering Bray behind the scenes, whether it be right. psychiatric or, you know, doctor's help or stuff like that. So it's like I don't want WWE to just get completely shit on in this aspect because no, they did yeah. do a lot before finally making the decision that whether it was his decision or their decision was inevitably right. made. So I don't and, want and WWE the, to get completely shit on here because I think oh, at the I end agree. of the day they did everything in their power, not just to protect yeah. their asset, but to protect the the human being the human. inside the character. And and that's the thing, like we've always heard stories about WWE paying for wrestlers rehab after, you know, even after they've been gone for the company for years, paying for guys like if they get physically injured and stuff like that. We've heard that before. WWE does have a track record of that. Like it's very possible that if Bray is still in a very negative for whatever it is, like if it's his mental health, it's possible that there's an addiction or something like that. I'm mean, like, I don't want to. You know, I don't, I don't want to just, like, start rumors or anything. I haven't read anything like that or whatever. But all I'm saying is, if he's in a place with some level of help, even them releasing him, they're not still helping with whatever he needs to be. That is something that they've proven, you know? And, I mean, yeah. look, I, I hate to say this. I, I'm just going to put it you know, like this is kind of the conversation we're having right now. This is what happens when you, like, rapid react to something. But I feel yeah. like there's even a scenario. There's even a scenario where Bray, like, hopefully, maybe he is okay. Potential out so that he could go someplace that he's going to be happier. No, we don't know how. We know that they kind of blew his character multiple times over, and not in the sexy way. You know, we know that like they they kind of had Bray Wyatt and then it went nowhere. I'm Cena. And then and he lost to Seth Rollins, and then he lost to Randy Orton. And, like, it got to a point where, like, they kind of just really, really messed up his every single push that they ever started to give him. And we know from other guys, we know from Aleister Black, we know from, um, I can't even think of who else, but we know 
guys who've recently been released from WWE who have gone over now to AEW who seem much happier where they are now because they're having a chance to actually like have input into be able to tell stories and stuff. And we all know that Bray, if not to be so like is there a scenario he saw an out here and decided to take it? I, I, I think that I feel like that's the sad part is like even though that almost makes him sound bad, it's almost a best case scenario because it means that he's not doing the absolute worst. And it means that us as fans might still get to see him come like December. And I know, and, and that, that leads into a whole other conversation about the bloatedness of AEW's roster and do they actually need another big star like that? Yada, yada, yada. But since we're nowhere near that being like for sure, I don't even think that's worth getting into right now. But I just, I, like, there really is a scenario. I mean, there's a scenario where he goes back to WWE in a few months also. Yeah, I mean, I think everything is on the table for Bray um, from whatever his decision is from there. Um, yeah. Just trying to see if there's any... It's just a crazy... This is like finding out that... Uh, I don't know what team LeBron plays on right now besides the team squad, but it's like finding out that whatever team he's on right now just suddenly decided to release him because, you know... Like, but like you said, this also isn't the most sudden thing. This isn't when they released Alistair Black after he had a couple of, like, skits and stuff and looked like he was coming back onto SmackDown in a couple of weeks. You know, this isn't random budget cuts. This isn't one that everyone can shit on Nick Khan for as much as everyone likes doing that lately. This seems to be a lot more layered. This seems to be a lot more something going on. And, and the sad part is it's probably something negative, and that's kind of scary. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I think uh, I think this is one of those those. There's going to be some layers that are going to get peeled back over the next couple of days. Yeah, you know about some things, and there will probably be another uh, podcast with us talking about things as they get uh, distributed. Um, you know, right? Not not to say it, but uh, Bray, uh, excuse me, Braun Strowman put a picture 26 minutes ago. That says, brother, I'm waiting with the picture of Strowman versus uh, Wyatt from Money in the Bank last year inside the Performance Center. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also have, uh, let's see, anybody else really release anything comment-wise on Bray on Twitter? I, I haven't seen. I haven't, I haven't looked, to be honest, but I haven't seen. Well, I definitely just – Here's the, here's I, I don't, the one. I know, I know we're almost out of time, but – Here's the one 31 minutes ago. I'll tell you who it is after I read it. Quote, I okay. really I really am at a loss for words. Thank you so much, Wyndham, for everything you've done for this company. The most fun I've had is working with you. Such an amazing talent and a kind person. I'm just in shock. Was that like Orton or Alexa or somebody? That was Alexa Bliss. I'm not, yeah. I was like, you knew it was going to be somebody who's been working with him closely recently. That's just, and like, but you know what, honestly, too, and again, like, I know we're, we're like going over on time here already, we should probably wrap it up, but I just want to say this one thing, and you can react to it and stuff. Like, again, look at Keith Lee. Look at Keith Lee, who also has been sitting on the sidelines, seemingly for some sort of reasons also, because, I mean, he's, 
he keeps alluding to eventually getting to actually tell his story, but we haven't heard it yet, but we know he wasn't physically injured and we know that, you know, seemingly there was no good reason for him to be sitting on the sidelines that we know of. So mental health becomes the thing that you, you kind of assume at that point, right? He's finally come back in the last like couple of weeks to basically be jobbed out to everybody. So, like, was Bray Wyatt sitting at home seeing that, getting the phone calls from WWE being like, hey, bro, time to come back, and thinking to himself, why am I going to go back to that? Why, why, when I'm already not feeling 100%, I'm not feeling in the best place, am I going to now possibly make myself feel even worse? And then on top of that, just be there to lose. Like, why, why am I going to do that to myself? Um, I mean, I think I, I, I'm not saying that that's exactly what I think. I think that this is Bray knows where he's at mentally and Bray knows that they're going to want him back sooner rather than later. And I think Bray just yeah. made the decision as a human being to take a step back. Um, I mean, personally, if he doesn't come back before, you know, the first of the year next year, like I wouldn't be surprised if he just takes the rest of 2021 and just kind of just sits at home with his kids and his wife and tries to oh, yeah. to figure out the next step in his life. Um, I, I 100% agree with you on that. I just, and I, I would be, I wouldn't be shocked to see him return to WWE when, if and when there comes a time when he decides to return to the wrestling. I really wouldn't be shocked at all to see him show up in AEW, where like they seem to be willing to work a little bit more with people in terms of dates and in terms of it not being the most physically taxing thing. And if, and I hate to say, like, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and act like WWE doesn't do a good job for people when it comes to mental, you know, mental health, because obviously they give people, they get, they've given Bray a lot of time when he's needed it, you know. Um, I think, I think just for me in closing, the last thing I want to say here is just that I hope he's okay. Like, genuinely, uh, you know, we don't know what he's going through. It's not like talking about it. Like, yeah, we, we knew his, we saw his reaction when Brody passed away. We know that that's been really tough on him. We've heard that that's the reason why he's kind of been in the state that he's been in and not really been around. But we don't know anything from there. He's not opened up publicly. He has no responsibility to open up publicly. He doesn't lose any of us. But at the end of the day, like, we don't have answers necessarily. So, like, more than anything else, I just hope he's okay. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this with pretty much the same sentiments that Joe has said uh, here. Um, to Bray Wyatt, the character, um, thank you for the fun the last five years has been from the Firefly Funhouse to the the match with with uh, Undertaker at WrestleMania. You know, to all the all the fun things that that occurred over the last couple of years over the years with the Wyatt family. You know, thank you for you know, being an integral part of, you know, our WrestleMania streak. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, um, we as fans love you. We want you to be in a better state mentally okay. for, for yourself, yeah. for your family. So go take your time, figure out what you need to figure out with your family, and we'll be here to, to wrap our arms around you whenever you come back. Um, but, Bray, Thanks. just take care of yourself. We love you. Yeah. And that's where it's at from a fan perspective. Yeah, I know. I agree with you 100%. Like, the rest of this stuff is, I mean, look, I'm a gay man. I like, I, I like drama a little bit as long as it doesn't actually involve me. So, like, the rest of this is kind of just, you know, 
had conversation that's fun to speculate and stuff. But at the end of the day, when it comes to the human and the actual person that this is involving as fans and just as, as human beings who, you know, respect this person who has literally put his life on the line for our entertainment, because every time you step into that ring, it could literally, we've seen wrestlers literally die in the wrestling ring. So like, you know, it's literally putting your life on the line for the sake of our entertainment. So the fact that like at the end of the day, the only thing that actually matters, the only sum up that actually matters is Bray Wyatt. We hope you're okay. Yep. And, and, and thank you. Yep. And that's, that, that, that's where we'll leave it. Follow the buzzards. That's yep. uh, Joe. You can follow him at JLo Shuga on Twitter. You can follow me at They Call Me Burn. Follow the show at Take the Number Three Wrestling. Uh, we'll be back probably Monday morning for a weekend wrap up where we'll talk about this a little bit more. But until yeah. then, um, just just if you think you have someone in your life that's going through some mental problems, reach out to them. Tell them that you love them, and we'll see yep. you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys Monday. Living in Florida is paradise until your AC breaks down and it's hot outside. Remember the name, Seacoast Air Conditioning. They offer service in hours, not days. Some AC companies will take a message and be slow to respond, only to find out they can't come to your house for several days. At Seacoast AC, they answer the phone, show up on time, and fix the problem right the first time. Seacoast AC, family owned and operated on the Treasure Coast for over 38 years. Seacoast AC. Comfort crisis, don't roast, call Seacoast. The value is high and the rates are low. Come on in to the Honda Summer Sales Event at your Southwest Florida Honda dealers. Honda is KBB.com's best value brand for the seventh consecutive year. And 0% financing is back for up to 48 months on select new models. Act now and lock in 0% financing on new 2021 models such as Pilot, Passport, and HRV. Or financing as low as 1.9% on Honda bestsellers, including new 2021 Accords, Civics, and CRVs. Save even more with model year and pricing on every new 2021 Honda in stock. Shop our complete inventories and take a virtual test drive on our full line of new Hondas at SouthwestFloridaHondaDealers.com. Don't miss the Honda Summer Sales Event. Hurry to one of your Southwest Florida Honda dealers today. Coconut Point Honda, Jermaine Honda of Naples, Honda of Fort Myers, and Norm Reeves Honda Superstore of Port Charlotte. For details, call 888-225-1964. 888-225-1964.